to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We'd like to welcome you to today's show. Later on, we're going to be joined by Jeanette Villa with Little Blue Daisy Shop, who makes custom Mickey ears and baby wipe covers. She's going to help you get ready for your next meet and greet with Mickey, which is what our topic is going to be for today. And I've had some of Little Blue Daisy Shop's ears, and I can attest they are really great products. So before we get started, we wanted to take a minute and give a shout out to Daniela from onceuponacastle.com for leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. So Daniela wrote, I love hearing about your special event experiences. It made me want to do my Disney wedding all over again. So we'd like to thank Daniela so much for those kind words. It really means a lot. If you'd like to receive a shout out on a future episode of the Dislove podcast, please leave us a review for the show on Apple Podcasts and we you may hear from us on one of our future episodes. And so now on to the show. Today we're going to talk about where you can meet Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the main cheese himself. So we are going to talk about where you find him in parks, character meals, shows, and events. And the joke used to be in my family that when you went to Disney, the mouse knew how to open up your wallet and take your money out. So I haven't seen him do that yet at one of our meet and greets. But we're going to have talk about some of the great places that you can meet him. And then again, later on, we're going to hear how you can get decked out for your next meet and greet with Mickey. So first off, we're going to talk about where you can find Mickey in the parks. Now, there are photo paths at all of these different locations. I was going to say photo pass photographers, but as we know, Disney is in the midst of changing those out. Have you heard about that? I did not. What's going on? So at some of the meet and greets, and we're hearing that's going to be a transition to a lot of locations, instead of having the photo pass photographers there, they have a camera that's installed and takes photos. So there's no person taking the picture. Wow. So they've already done that at a few of these meet and greets that we're going to mention. And the first one we're going to look at is at Magic Kingdom at the Town Square Theater, which is right by the railway station. It's near the park entrance. And you can get a, use your Fast Pass to see Mickey here. Although, again, depending on what you're wanting to see at Magic Kingdom, it may not be your top choice for a Fast Pass. But it is nice to see Mickey there. One interesting thing is he will be, it looks like he's getting ready for his magic show. So he's going to be wearing a magician costume and it looks like you're going backstage to his dressing room. And it is inside, which is nice because some meet and greets, as we know, are outside. And it's open all day. It's open from the time the park opens until the park closes. And it's typically open during special events as well. Now, I know we've been there a few times. Chris, do you remember Mickey being talking where he would talk and engage with you? No. Okay, so <laughs> it's good that you don't remember it because it's not happening anymore. As of May 2018, the talking Mickey went away. I'm not quite sure why, but we did go a couple times where he was talking. I think on several of our anniversaries, we have pictures of Mickey there where he was talking. And the same location, you can also meet Tinkerbell, but Mickey and Tinkerbell are not together. They're separate lines and separate fast passes and things. So if you want to see Tinkerbell, she's in the same building. But Mickey Mouse, it, I really do enjoy his costume. It's fun to see his outfit there. Now, moving on from Magic Kingdom, over at Epcot, there's the character spot, and that's in Future World, and we've been there a few times. Yes, we have. I was going to say, it looks like you remember that one. It's near the center hub, and if you were going towards Living with the Land, it's, on, it's going that direction. He also has Minnie and Goofy there, and 
typically you what will happen is it's just one line you're able to go through and meet each of them individually but it's one line unlike where i talked about how tinkerbell had a separate line at magic kingdom and this you get in one line you'll be able to meet mickey you'll be able to meet minnie and goofy you'll just have separate backdrops and they do have some pretty cool backdrops we have some nice photos there from over the years Typically, the PhotoPass photographers were always great, and I don't know, maybe that'll be one of the automated spots we'll have to see in the future. Now, one thing that a lot of sites recommend, and I tend to agree with them, is don't bother getting a fast pass for this. Although sometimes I will admit the way the tiering system is at Epcot, it just seems like there's not really a good choice of what to use in that tier for your fast pass. So if that's all there is available, but don't make that a priority because typically they tend to seem like those lines move pretty decently. And if you time it right at the right time of day, you can get through there pretty easily. Um, he was wearing just his classic tuxedo with the red pants and yellow shoes, all of that sort of thing. Now, one thing that we've done quite a few times is the Disney Visa meet and greet. And they always have Mickey, and he's usually joined by a couple of characters. This used to be in Interventions, which you probably remember I that. do that, yep. yes. So we used to go. So if you are a Disney Visa holder through Chase, you can go to this special meet and greet. I was just there in October of 2018 with a friend, and it's now over by Journey into Your Imagination Pavilion near the Figment Ride. And when we were there, Mickey was with Goofy, so he's always there with someone. So that even helps where if you don't have a fast pass and you're not wanting to wait in line at the character spot, if you do have a Disney visa, you can make it over there to see Mickey as well. Now leaving Epcot, going over to Animal Kingdom, and again, each of the parks has a nice spot to be able to meet Mickey. Mickey appears with Minnie, so this is nice. This is one of the few places that you can get a photo with Mickey and Minnie together rather than just getting those individual shots. Mickey and Minnie are together in their, in their safari gear. Again, most sites don't recommend getting a fast pass for this because depending on the time of day, you can get through this line very easily. I don't know that you and I have ever done this one together. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think so. The photos and the instances I'm thinking of, I know when my family's taken a couple bigger trips before I was married, we went one time with my grandma. We have a great picture. It was her first trip to Disney World. And with all of us in our Mickey ears, my grandma, she was super excited to get with Mickey and Minnie. But I don't think Chris and I have done that together ourselves. So we'll have to maybe do that next time we're at Animal Kingdom, that's for sure. And moving to the last but not least park at Hollywood Studios, you can see Mickey and Minnie. It's it's called Starring in Red Carpet Dreams. There's no fast pass at this site, and it's on Commissary Lane in Hollywood Studios. Now, even though Mickey and Minnie are both there, unlike at Animal Kingdom where you can get them together, here it's one line, but you're gonna get you're gonna see them separately. So you're gonna get your photo with Mickey. He is in his sorcerer apprentice outfit from Fantasia so that's kind of a cool costume to get I know we've got we have a photo with him many years ago from when we were in college I don't know that we've been in recent years and Minnie is dressed in her they call it her Tinseltown starlet outfit it's a pink gown <laughs> yeah that, that, I'm just telling you what it's called I got a great idea <laughs> Minnie in Tinseltown in a pink gown how many times do you think they argued over what color the gown should be well, she looks pretty sharp in it, if I do say so myself. So next time, we're going to go get our picture with Minnie in her Tinseltown Starlet 
pink gown, and then you can have yourself a chuckle when we go. So again, they don't appear together, but it's the same queue area. So that's where you can meet them at Hollywood Studios. All right, so moving away from the parks, we're going to look at some of the character meals where you can find Mickey Mouse. And if you go back and listen to episode six, we spend a lot of time talking about a lot of different character meals. And we do cover the highlights of the Mickey ones that I'm going to touch on here. And of course, I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the list. But really, if you want some more detail, go back to that last episode. So first we have Chef Mickey's, which has Mickey dressed as a chef, and he's joined by Minnie, Pluto, Donald, and Goofy. And this one's fun. We mentioned we've been there several times. I was recently there for uh, lunch, and it's really a nice restaurant. We enjoy going there quite a bit. And it is a little loud, but it's just nice character interaction typically. Another place that you can meet Mickey is at Mickey's Backyard Barbecue. For the dinner only, Mickey appears in his country western outfit, Minnie is there, Goofy, Chip and Dale, they have live music. That one's on a short hiatus right now while there's some of the construction for the new DVC resort going on at Fort Wilderness. But that is a lot of fun. I went there with a friend years ago in college and we had a great time with some family. Chris has not been to that. I don't think country music's really up his alley. Well, I don't mind country music, but, but I'm just, I'm not into that. Okay, so maybe not into dancing with the characters. That might not be on his list. You can also meet Mickey at Ohana during breakfast. He's with wearing his Hawaiian outfit. He's also there with Pluto and Lilo and Stitch. At Tusker House in Animal Kingdom, which we've mentioned, we enjoy the food there. And we also have had some really great character interaction. He's in his safari outfit with Daisy, Donald, and Goofy. And I think you like Tusker House, the food and things. In I Animal sure do. And yeah, so they have some nice food there. And one of my, um, I would say, becoming a fast favorite is the Garden Grill over at Epcot. Mickey's dressed as a farmer, and he appears with Chip, Dale, and Pluto. And finally, the last character meal where you see Mickey on a regular basis is mini seasonal Hollywood and Vine lunch and dinner. Um, it's his her um, celebration in the summer. They're wearing beach attire. In the fall, they're wearing Halloween-inspired outfits, which I was there for Halloween, and Mickey was dressed as a vampire. It was really nice. And then in winter, they're in their holiday gear. And I know in the spring, my friend was there, and they kind of had nice spring kind of Easter kind of looking outfits. So those are the six spots where you see Mickey on a regular basis in a character meal. Now there's also some other places that you can see Mickey, maybe not where you're going to get that one-on-one -on -one picture, but places that you can see him in the parks on a regular basis. And some of these, we don't really spend a lot of time doing some of these. A lot of these are some of the parades and things. So you have Festival the Fantasy Parade, which is the afternoon parade at Magic Kingdom. He's wearing a marching band ensemble. And I can honestly say we usually don't spend time waiting for parades. We do not. No. I Sometimes if we have a special viewing or special seating for some reason... But typically, we're riding rides when the parades are happening. Um, Mickey also appears in the castle show, Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. He's wearing a gesture costume, so you can see him every day there. And, of course, he makes special appearances at both Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. He is at, so at the Halloween party, he's at the Town Square Theater, which we talked about a little bit ago, where he's wearing his holiday attire. 
And during the Halloween party, he's wearing Halloween outfit. During the Christmas party, he's wearing Christmas attire. And during both of these parties, at Halloween, he appears in the Boo to You Halloween party. Uh, party parade. Sing the song. Oh, no. How does the Halloween... The not Boo so scary. You. Yeah, sing it. I'm not going to sing it. Please. No, they can, they can go and download that. Yeah, go on YouTube, listen to the Not So Scary Halloween Party and Boo to You Halloween Parade. Get that song in your head. Yeah, it, it won't come out for a long time because now I just got it in my head. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so he is in the Boo to You Parade and during the, Hall or during the Christmas Parade, he's in Mixie's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. So you can see him in both of those. Of course, you're not going to get that satisfaction of getting a picture with Mickey, but you can see him if you've missed out, the lines were too long, but your kids really want to see Mickey. Those are some chances where you can see him in the parks at those special events or on a regular basis. So again, it's great to be able to go and see him in those different locations, whether it be going to character dining, whether it be just going for a meet and greet, or again, just seeing him in some of those parades and things. And if you're interested in learning more about the Halloween party or the Christmas party, you can go back and listen to episode two, where we make comparisons between the two and tell a little bit about our favorites with each of those. Now, Without further ado, we want to spend some time talking about a few more places. I guess there are a couple more places I do want to mention before we finish up. Mickey is also at the Disney Junior Dance Party Show, which is coming out. This is relatively new. It's starting in late December 2018. So if you have some kids, you're going to that Disney Junior Party, you'll be able to find him there. And last but not least, Mickey also appears in Fantasmic at, of course, Disney Hollywood Studios. The nice thing is this is probably one of the few places that you get to see Mickey in multiple costumes at one time. He's in his Sorcerer's Apprentice costume. He's as the little brave little tailor, and he's also a Steamboat Willie. So these are some of the other places that you can see Mickey throughout the parks. And I'd like to thank the WDW Prep School for that complete listing on their site. If you're wanting to download something or look for it, they really do a great job at that. So you can go to the prep school site and look for those. But without further ado, I'd like to take some time to welcome our guest from Little Blue Daisy Shop. Jeanette is a full-time fifth grade teacher. She's an annual pass holder and she makes frequent trips to Disney with her husband and two kids. So we would like to take a minute and welcome Jeanette to the show. We would like to welcome our guest, Jeanette from Little Blue Daisy Shop. She is a full-time fifth grade teacher and she has a Disney annual pass holder. She makes frequent trips to Disney with her husband and her two children. So we would like to welcome Jeanette from Little Blue Daisy Shop. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. We are so excited to have you on the show. I've gotten several pairs of custom ears from you, and we're going to be talking about that a little bit later. But we always like to start off our show with our interview with uh, Icebreaker to ask, what is your favorite Disney park and why? And that could be a park from anywhere around the world. So my favorite Disney park is Magic Kingdom okay. in Orlando, Florida. Okay. Um, I have visited over in California and have done Magic Kingdom in Disneyland. Yeah. But Magic Kingdom in Orlando is still my favorite because when you walk in, you feel very immersed yes. in the whole environment. Um, I feel like when you go in, you forget about everything that's going on and you can find 
anything for anybody from the youngest little person all the way to the oldest person. And there's always something to do. So it's always been my favorite part. And once I had kids, I loved enjoying watching them come into the Magic Kingdom and just watching them, their eyes open up and taking everything. Sure. Still to this day, it's still my favorite part. That's true. And I know it's so much bigger and immersive in that sense, because I had went there first. And when you go to Disneyland, it's a much different experience, just the size and all of that as well, too. Oh, absolutely. So we always like to hear a little bit. Tell our listeners, I know a little bit about your products, but we'd like to have you tell our listeners a little bit about your business and what are some of the products that you offer that are connected to Disney? So at Little Blue Daisy Shop, um, I offer my mouth ears, um, my custom mouth ears, and I also offer um, some baby um, Disney accessories that we had originally started with, um, but mostly our mouth ears is what we're focused on right now. Okay. And how do you offer set designs or do you kind of rotate those throughout the year? How does that work? We have some set designs of mouth ears just because we have the fabric in stock constantly. Sure. Um, but we do do a lot of custom requests for a lot of our customers. They want us to match different Disney bounding outfits, oh, okay. custom made outfits from their kids, even for adults, um, different themes. We've done cruise ship ears. I have a pair um, of those. We've done ears to go around the world, depending on what park they're going into. Um, and sometimes they're just like different colors. Um, we've done some tie-dyed ears. Ooh, nice. So if we can find the fabric, we can make them, basically. Oh, awesome. So you do offer custom designs. Would somebody just contact you then directly? Absolutely. They can contact me um, right through our Facebook page or through our Etsy shop. And uh, that's always what we say. If you want something custom, just ask. Because we do have a lot of ears in our shop. Um, They're constantly there. There's about 120 of them or so. But we have over 250 different fabrics on hand to make them. Mm -hmm. And also, I think with that, really, what was the motivation for you to start your awesome endeavor that you have? So originally I started with baby products um, only because when I had my daughter, I was looking for really custom things that I wanted to take to the park with me. Um, we've always gone to the park for so many years, and I think going so often, we've already seen the same merchandise yes, Disney yes. has stock already. And I was like, I wish I had something different. So when I had my daughter, um, about a year later, I started making these custom little cases or baby products just to take with me um and then about three years later my sister my younger sister said you know you're really creative can you come up with some mouth ears for me and i was like sure i'll try and that's how it started and it just kind of blew up one day and it just we just went with it so wow that's really cool. So what are some, so how would you say that your products can offer some Disney magic to our listeners' lives? What are some things that, ways that you've heard that people have used them or? I love when I get pictures from my customers. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of different things. Like I had one customer that um, one of her younger uh, kids was autistic. And being a teacher, you know, I, I love working with children who have all sorts of different um, varieties of exceptionalities. Sure. And she told me and sent me a picture saying that how excited she was about these ears because the characters that could talk would talk about these ears and her child actually spoke to them oh, and was wow. talking about how excited these ears were. And for a mom, you know, who has a, a child that has difficulty speaking, you know, that just 
made her day with oh, it. Oh, wow. And she was so excited. She wrote me this long email <laughs> about how great these ears came out to be for her day. And it's really exciting to see that one little thing can make such a great day for somebody. You know? Sure. And, um, you get so many pictures of kids talking and interacting with characters and talking about their ears. Yeah. Uh, and even the adults love them. They love to go around. They send me pictures of everywhere they've been, you know, up against all the different colored walls. <laughs> and um, it's just great to see everybody just really take of it. I've also had um, parents send me videos of uh. surprising their kids with Disney trips with our mouse ears. Oh, my goodness. And it's just so fantastic to see their reactions when they get them. So... You can use it for any kind of little magic. Well, I know I went on a girls trip with a good friend over Halloween and we got two pairs of your Halloween ears and it was so much fun to go when we went to, we went to Hollywood and Vine where the characters are dressed up in their Halloween costumes and we had our Halloween ears and it was just so much fun to be able to see the reactions from the characters and the cast members. And it was also great for our pictures because it was exactly what we wanted to be able to have for that trip that just wasn't available in the parks. And you do offer quite an array of things. So what are some of those more custom things that you do offer for people in your shop? That are different than um, well, the traditional ones. Um, I've gotten some who want like something really specific. I just actually sent out a winter camo pair, oh. uh, which is different <laughs> because it's not typical typical Disney sure. know, themed. But I thought, oh yeah, I can do that. I just sent out an army pair, which they absolutely loved it. Oh wow! Um, so really specific to really specific themes. Um, I did a pair of mouse ears. Um, actually for my own daughter, that they danced at Disney World and the team got uh, all the the company name on one ear with a big red bow on the other ear. Oh. So they actually got to display their team name. Oh, um, nice. So we can customize just about to anything. Okay. So, And what are some of those standard designs that you maybe have on a more regular basis in your shop? I know oh. you touched on a few, but... The most popular one, believe it or not, is the pirate ears, which oh, are just like... Um, some skull and crossbones. Okay. Um, that is one of my most popular, um, <laughs> specifically for cruises. Sure. And so that one is really popular. Princesses are always popular. Yes. Yeah. Um, Little Mermaid type stuff is popular. Um, what else is popular? Um, and anything to do with holidays. Okay. They, that's, that's a really popular thing as well. And those are always available for us. Even though it might be Christmas, you can buy Halloween. So. Okay. So that's nice. So if somebody's planning a trip that's down the road, they would be able to get stuff from your shop then? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we do want to mention, because with this coming out in mid-December, if you go looking for some of Little Blue Daisy Shop's ears, don't be concerned. They will be closed until January 7th. They're going to be closed for a brief break over the holiday period. So make sure that you are right back up there early January looking at some of the awesome designs that they have to be able to find out what you want for your next trip. Exactly. And I think like with that, it gives you some time to put some thought in, especially for spring break. Because I think that, you know, Jeanette, you're hitting on something so important because with so many people in the parks and really, you know, I'm not really thrilled at the availability of the wear in the different gift shops. And I think with what you have, being able to stand out in such those large crowds, it's just neat because people want to see, you know, striking things and the designs that I've seen. And plus with what Vanessa has, I can't tell you how many times Vanessa has told me about the people that have approached her about where she got her ears. 
and then she's told them, you know, that she bought them from you because they're not available in the, in the park. And when you see so many common things, it's neat to see something that really stands out. Yeah, and she's not the only one that's actually told me that. I get a lot of uh, people tell me, oh, they've asked me where about my ears. Oh, people stop me. The cast members <laughs> right. stop me. So it's, it's really different to actually see those different ears. And do those come in now, I'm a little familiar, but just for our listeners, do they come in different sizes or how does that work? So sometimes we carry our toddler sizes, which basically I say toddler size. Um, They could probably fit a child up to about five or six, depending on the size of the child. And what it is, it's a thinner band. Okay. Um, And I usually like, uh, we stuff our ears, so it makes it look very three-dimensional. Yes. So I tell them that stuffing, the bow might be a little smaller, just so that they don't fall off their head. Sure. Uh, Our regular size really will fit just about anybody. My two-year-old can wear them all the way up to adults. Okay. So. And I can say I have a, I have a larger head and a yes, lot she does. and a lot of hats don't fit me and some of them like regular Disney parks ears give me a headache like the headband ones and yours never hurt my head which is nice. And that was something that we did a lot of research on. Um I actually started with a different type of headband which actually went out of stock completely. Oh. Um it was a glittering headband and everybody loved it. Sure. And then when I went to switch fit all the headbands because that is one thing that I heard a lot of complaints. The Disney ears hurt my head yes, yes. or don't fit correctly. So we actually get these from a specific supplier who sends them to us every so many months. And okay. sometimes we run out of the headbands, so we usually get them pretty quickly. Okay. Um, but yes, they're, they have no teeth in them, which is something really important that people were telling me they did not want. Yes, um, yeah, because so that can hurt me. I've tested many a time. Yes, yes, and that, I definitely appreciate that because there's nothing worse than having a great pair of ears and you just throw them on for pictures and have to take them off because they're so uncomfortable. And that definitely does not happen with yours at all. So I know it, it is nice to, and it's nice that you said where it can be from a kid all the way up to an adult that may have a larger right. head. <laughs> Absolutely. My husband can wear them, and he's six foot tall, so we tested them really well. (laughs) And with that, please, Jeanette, tell us, where can our listeners go to find your awesome headbands? So we are on Facebook, and it's just Little Blue Daisy Shop on Facebook. On Instagram, it's at Little Blue Daisy Shop, and on Etsy, we are also... Little Blue Daisy Shop. It's pretty simple. <laughs> and I'd really just encourage people to go on her Facebook page because I'm looking at a pair of Dumbo ears. I mean, this just they're, they're so striking, and the design is so unique. And then with that, has there been, what's been, I guess, the, the one unique design that you remember the most in all your time of making ears? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, um, I made a completely solid silver. She wanted silver bows, silver um, sequin headband and the ears everything was completely solid sequined silver so that one i think oh, was wow. most great because it's very sparkly i can imagine <laughs> so we again what we will do is we will make sure to share all of your information with our viewers our listeners and make sure that they're able to find you and remind them again about making sure that they come and look throughout the year as you mentioned you have stuff that's always changing you also are able to help people if they're planning for months down the road or right coming up soon they can go ahead and touch base with your shop one quick question though if i were looking for ears what's what is about your normal turnaround so if i'm planning a trip how how early should i order so as you said at the beginning i am a 
teacher. So if you are looking throughout a school year, my turnaround can be about three weeks. Okay. Sometimes I can um, push people in in my production line only because school year is crazy. Um, during the summer, sure. I can get turn them around in about a week. Okay, perfect. So it just depends on what time of year you're looking at. Sure. And we will make sure to share all of your information with our our listeners so they can find you. And again, check out all of the awesome designs that Jeanette has at Little Blue Daisy Shop. And we really want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Vanessa, now it is time for some really tough Disney trivia. Are you ready for this week's question? Maybe. All right. Well, you better be. <laughs> In... Homage to the subject of this week's show, Mickey Mouse. Okay. Mickey Mouse has a sister. What is the name of his sister? He has a sister? He does. I have no idea. I've like never even heard of this. According to Disney Wiki, Felicity Fieldmouse. Wow. I knew like Snoopy had a sister, but I didn't know Mickey had a sister. According to... Disney Wiki. Okay. The full name is Felicity Fieldmouse. Other names are also Mrs. Fieldmouse. What did she appear in? Does it say? Largely comics. Okay. And it is said that she has not made any appearances in any animation or at any park as a meetable character. So while this character does exist in the ether, does not exist in the physical world. Hmm. So unlike where we met, like Oswald, yes, Mickey's predecessor, you can't meet the field mouse sister. You cannot. Huh. I never heard of that before. Well, thank you so much for enlightening me. You're welcome for that really tough Disney trivia. That was a very tough Disney trivia. Well, to leave it on a lighter note rather than the super tough trivia, I'm going to end with our Wisdom from Walt quote like we always like to do. And Walt said, I love Mickey Mouse more than any woman I have ever known. So I don't know how his wife might have felt about that, but he does say that he loved him more than any woman. So a nice little quote from Walt about how influential Mickey really is in everyone's life. We, of course, recently celebrated Mickey's 90th birthday. We were in Florida for his 89th. We missed out on the 90th. But if you are out in stores, there's lots of great merchandise for Mickey's 90th. And of course, you can also go and get yourself some really awesome ears from Little Blue Daisy Shop. And whether you are going to the Disney parks to meet Mickey himself wearing some of your ears or just want to add some ears to some fun at a party or something at home, definitely check out Little Blue Daisy Shop. And we'd like to thank all of you for listening and joining us today. And for the beauty, I'm the beast. Have a great day. Thank you. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.